Hey friends, welcome to Thrive and Align Healing Podcast. This is Kim. And this is Carmen. And we basically solve all the world's problems here on the podcast. Just kidding. We talk about holistic healing. We explore ways to change our thinking um, and the mind-body connection to stimulate healing in our body. So you know, all that mind-body-soul stuff. Yep, that's what we talk about each week. So thanks for joining us. Let's get started. Hey friends, welcome back to Thriving Online Healing Podcast. This is episode 48. Um, and we're going to talk about boundaries. <laughs> Carmen, give me what you thought boundaries were before we talked about them. All right. So boundaries have always been um, maybe a little bit tricky for me, but um, we, when I was in my social work program, right, we were taught to create those boundaries between you and your clients, right? Um, so that you're not enabling people. So in my mind, I pictured boundaries as like walls, right? I pictured them as like a barriers um, between me and somebody else. And the more that I worked with them and the more that I, you know, um, uh, counseled them or, you know, like gave them uh, energy, I felt like I was whittling down those walls, right? And as I whittled those down, those walls down, um, I would be, end up being exhausted, right? Like helping people. And even my practice now, I still have um, pictured boundaries as like these barriers, right? Um, that I've, yeah, tried to create. I'm not great at creating them. <laughs> um, to, to, uh, to separate, um, you know, um, from a professional relationship, right, with, with patients, with clients, um, to be able to support them, but also even in my personal life, right, I've created these, or tried to create these barriers even between, you know, um, like, how much energy and um, effort I'm willing to uh, give my loved ones, right? Like even when I spend time with my mom, sometimes I have to create boundaries and usually it's too late by the time I'm trying to create boundaries, it's already, um, already wiped out. But um, yeah, I've always imagined them um, as sort of this this barrier that um, I'm supposed to be creating. Um, you word when you were describing it earlier, like protective. Yes, yeah, that protective barrier. And that's why I always thought of it as kind of like, you know, I always think of it as walls, I guess. Um, what is it protecting you from? Who is it protecting you from? So um, my idea of boundaries was supposed to be able to protect um, my energy and my well-being from other others, anybody, yeah, um, who needed me, right? Like who wanted my attention, who, yeah, needed energy, needed advice, blah, 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 needed help. <laughs> Um, or support in some form or fashion. Um, it was supposed to, those boundaries were supposed to help protect me from too much of that. Gotcha. So how did you create those boundaries and enforce those boundaries? Um, it's usually trial and error, right? <laughs> it's usually trial and error um, because it's one of those things like when you work with people um, and at the end of that, say, somebody comes in for an appointment, right? Um, and they, um, 
need a lot of support, whether that support is support for their physical health, support for their um, spiritual health, their mental health, right, their emotional health. Um, and I want to support them in ways that I can, right? Or um, that can be really energetically draining for me. And so sometimes, so usually um, I will give and give and give until I'm drained. And then I'll, you know, back up and I'll be like, oh, I see. I should have put up a boundary at this point, right? Kind of reactive boundaries. Yes. Yeah. Um, I have gotten better over time, right? <laughs> um, to create boundaries, to recognize, right? If there's another situation that's very similar, um, say, okay, you know what? Um, this isn't, and with the help of your coaching, that, <laughs> um, I, cause I recognize if I get to the point where I am energetically drained, then it's very hard for me to help the next person, right? Um, if there's somebody after them or, you know, that, that um, messages, that phone call or whatever. And so, um, so now I can recognize, okay, I'm getting to that point where it's, it's too much. So when I hit that boundary now, oftentimes what happens is that I will back, I will retreat, if you will, <laughs> um, so that I'm not giving too much. And then um, how that results is that person is still getting support um, but it's not, we're just not going in as deeply within one session. Right. Yeah. yeah. So then it's like, okay, we can't explore as much today because yeah, um, we've gone. How does that make you feel too much? Like when you uh, hit that boundary and you retreat back, does it create guilt for you? I, yeah, I was going to say, I feel bad. I feel guilty. I feel guilty because I'm like, you know, like I'm not able to wholeheartedly feel like I can support them um, as much as they need in that. I mean, um, well, it's not as much as they need. It's as much as, um, as deep as we could go, right, um, within our time together. Mm -hmm. And so um, we can still go, you know, pretty deeply, but sometimes I tell folks, you know, if you imagine it like an onion, right, we've got different layers. Mm -hmm. And as we start to peel off those layers on the outside we get deeper and deeper into the core mm -hmm. and so sometimes we just may not be able to go yeah um, as deep depending on yeah what we're trying to address mm -hmm. so no wonder boundaries feel terrible right and most people do like we're like i think <clears throat> i never really was taught boundaries but when someone did in undergrad when we talked about boundaries they had books that they wanted us to read about establishing boundaries, right? And yeah. so this image has always come up about, just like you have, like you're very normal. And I'm sure most of our listeners are relating to this. This is how we were taught boundaries, is putting up this wall to protect you from others, right? And that you kind of, it's a little bit retroactive. Like we don't figure out what our boundaries are until afterwards, right? right? You're already and then these boundaries don't feel authentic to us because we can't show up how we want to because we've got to enforce these stupid boundaries or we make the boundaries other people's responsibility to enforce so we threaten them if you do this i'm creating a boundary and if you do this again whatever you have to leave or you're not gonna be my friend anymore like there's always these very hard lines in the sand with the way we've been taught boundaries right and it's very threatening towards the other person. Again, like 
if you talk to me like this again, I'll never be your friend again, or I'll hang up on you, or you're going to have to say that you're sorry, or I'll give you the cold shoulder, right? So it's very reactive and very harsh and threatening. So then we have a very hard time enforcing boundaries. And so we expect the other person to honor our boundaries. So we just go around and tell people what our boundaries are, expecting the other people to do it. Yeah. Which doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. And so we, we find that we are constantly failing with boundaries. Yeah. Right? Like it's very normal. Yeah. How we've all been taught. If we've learned anything about boundaries, that's how we've been taught about boundaries. And I, Brooke Castillo, one of my coaches, has this idea about boundaries that was so beautiful. And if I took it and I just kind of like let my mind run with it and create like Kim's version of what boundaries are via Brooke Castillo. And I love the way she said it. Boundaries are an act of love. They always come from love, unconditional love for you and unconditional love for the humans. So we create a boundary out of love, not reactivity. It's proactive. We create a boundary to be compassionate towards ourselves, to be compassionate towards the people. We create a boundary to be respectful to ourselves and to be respectful for other people. And boundaries are our responsibility and we are the only party that takes action towards those boundaries. They're not threatening. They're not walls. They're not anything to protect you there's not there, there like when you say protection it's like the big bag wolf is after us and we have to go hide right and that doesn't feel yeah. good to us it's not empowering yeah so boundaries are to be empowering to you and empowering to the other because we're showing up out of a place of unconditional love for me and you so i like to imagine it as this balloon a heart-shaped balloon it's this big heart-shaped balloon right and like when I have a boundary that I've created for myself in my life and I'm coming and pushing up against that balloon, that boundary. It's just that heart-shaped balloon is loving, sending love back to me, right? And then when you're pushing up against my heart-shaped balloon, I just get to send love back to you. Yeah. It's not this wall between us. I can still see through the balloon. I can still see you and I'm just sending love to both of us. And I don't expect you as the other human to do anything because I've created a boundary for me and which I take action out of no one else. And the way this kind of like plays out is um, let's say I have a boundary of, uh, I don't know, talking, let's say I'm going to make up an uncle, like uncle Steve wants to talk uh, religion with me and we have very different religious ideas right and a lot of people will create a boundary say look i'm never don't ever bring religion up to me i don't want to talk about it it's just like i hate how you talk to me about it don't you ever bring it up to me right feels very threatening feels very it doesn't feel good it doesn't come from a place of love versus if i'm like chatting it up with uncle steve and steve starts talking religion with me and be like hey steve like i just i just don't enjoy talking about religion with you. Like it just creates dissension between us. So is there a way we could like maybe change the subject? And if he's like, no, I want to talk about this. Okay. Well, I'm going to, I need to go over here. I'm just going to go over here and go to the restroom, running over to drink and I'll catch you later. I hope you have a wonderful day. 
And then I just walk off, right? Like I didn't make a threat towards him. I didn't tell him to be anything that he was. I didn't tell him he couldn't talk about what he wanted to talk about. I had just created a boundary for me that I am not going to talk religion with him. Yeah. Not anything about him. And it's my responsibility to enforce it. So then if I see him again, maybe he'll want to talk religion. Maybe he won't. I don't know. But if he does, like, hey, Steve, you know, I, I just don't want to talk about that with you. I was, I've been reading this really cool book. Have you read it? He's like, wants to circle back to it. Like, okay, well, it was really good seeing you. I hope you have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you later. Yeah. So they're always coming from a place of love, never threatening love. I'm yeah. loving you and respecting you. And I'm loving me and respecting me. I love that perspective. I wish somebody would tell me that earlier on in my life. Um, I because I love people, right? Like I am very compassionate and I am a big advocate and believer of unconditional love. And so I think sometimes that's why I feel guilty, right? Putting up these barriers or the or, um, uh, boundaries, right? Something and I'm not able to love you more, right? Because um, because of me, but when you um, describe it, right, as this out of a place of love, right, that those boundaries are helping to create where I can share that um, love with you um, as you press up against that um, my heart-shaped bubble, right, then it's, it's this, or a balloon, it's this bubble and it's this space that we're creating between individuals and between humans out of love, yeah, um, that's, to me, that's, <laughs> that's this huge aha moment um, because I wasn't, I wasn't taught that, right? Um, and so I feel like if I change, there's this change in the perspective, um, it feels so much better, right? And I don't feel guilty about having boundaries um, because I, I mean, um, I suffer from a lot of guilt. And so um, by creating those boundaries, I did, I, and I would guilt myself whether I had boundaries or whether I didn't have boundaries or whether I, you know, upheld them or not. Mm -hmm. um, but to think of them from a, coming from a place of love and compassion, you know, for myself and for others, um, it doesn't feel so, so harsh. And so, yeah, um, uh, um, solid, right? It's more this fluid, um, uh, compassionate place mm -hmm. um, of sharing with, yeah, sharing with others. Yeah. And it just creates like, we get so mad at the other humans, right? Because they should be behaving this way and acting this way. And it, and then what that root, where that root comes from is we don't trust ourselves. A, most people don't know this stuff because they haven't been in coaching, right? But our emotions and how we feel does not come from another human. Just going back to like Uncle Steve and like him talking about religion and me getting offended or pissed off or whatever, right? Like he did not cause me, <clears throat> sorry, I'm having congestion. He didn't cause me to be pissed off by talking about his religious perspective. My thoughts about the words coming out of his mouth is what caused me to be pissed off. So taking responsibility and ownership over our emotions. Our emotions are a direct correlation to our thoughts. That's it, right? Like the other humans don't create emotions in me. 
my thoughts about the other humans and what they say and what they do and how they act and how what they believe in and what their religious stances and what their political stances all my thoughts about all that is what creates the emotions in me so when i take that ownership over that and take that and stand in the power that like how i feel is 100 percent up to me mm-hmm. and i don't put it on the other humans then they just get to show up and be whoever they're going to be, believe whatever they believe, say whatever they're going to say, do whatever they want to do. And I still get to be me and understand that my emotions come from my thoughts and boundaries are for me and how I behave. And they come from a place of loving myself and loving the other humans as 100% who they are. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I do. I I love that perspective because we, we know that we can't control other people, right? Yeah. Agree intellectually. We we believe it. Yeah. Our, and so that, that, that changes our expectations, right? When you have expectations about how other people are going to react, right. Um, and how you think, uh, those folks should, um, what they should do to respect your boundaries, Right um, is very different than when you're taking that, um, taking that, taking that control for yourself, right, and uh, creating that because it's it's your perspective, right, it's your boundaries, um, but you're creating that from a self, a place of love for um, other humans, but yeah, for that love of yourself. Um, and what a like a this is gonna piss some people off, but you know what? You getting pissed off is because of your thoughts. So just going to put that out there. Uh, Like it's such an arrogant statement to think like other people should respect my boundaries. Who the fuck do you think you are? Really? Like I should A, know your boundaries that you've never communicated to me. And then it's my responsibility to like manage your life and your emotions and thoughts for you. Like, for me, in my mind, it's so arrogant. Like, no, it's your response. It's your boundary. Right. You respect your boundary. Like, how is that my responsibility? Well, yeah, it's, it's, um, so when we create those boundaries, yeah, that boundary is our responsibility, but also um, taking, um, oh, what's the word? Uh, Accountability right? You're creating a level of accountability for yourself um, when you create those loving boundaries, right? Yeah. But by expecting other people to know them <laughs> um, or to respect them is, is expecting much more than what those boundaries are, right? Those boundaries are personal for, and they're different for everybody. Um, so if you don't hope, hold those boundaries, it's nobody's fault but yours. Yes. Yes. That's well said. Yes. But that's not how we've been taught. No. (laughs) To create a boundary and then expect all the humans to respect our boundaries. A, that we don't communicate or that we even enforce ourselves, but the other people should respect our boundaries perfectly. Yeah. (laughs) Magically know what they are. I mean, I'm not saying that there shouldn't be like a, a level. Well, I don't know. I mean, in my brain, I think there should be a level of common human decency and politeness and respect but that's just my manual on how humans should act because we all know when we live in reality 
that not all humans are respectful or polite or have human decency. That's not their manual. And so for me to expect that out of all the other humans, it's just making me suffer. Yeah. Right. We would like to think that um, all humans um, uh, worked, you know, or not worked, but um, functioned right out of respect and decency and love, but yeah, you're right. Not everybody does. Yeah. So to have that expectation is not realistic, but to be able to recognize and have control over your reactions, right. Based on the boundaries that you've created, um, gives us the power, right. It gives us so much more power, um, within our lives, but also, you know, in a sea of strangers, right. A sea of individuals, um, that doesn't matter, what situation you're in, right? Um, when you've created those boundaries within you um, and your understanding of interactions with other people, um, you can create your space anywhere. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, when we read Toltec, the- Oh, the Four Agreements. The Four Agreements. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the author talks about um, creating your heaven amidst anywhere, right? It, it, you may be amidst hell, um, but you create your heaven. And that's, I think of, that's what I'm thinking of, like when we're talking about, you know, like our, our boundaries and um, you creating that love and compassion surrounding yourself um, and how you interact with other humans, you know, helps you um, uphold that. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're always about you. Your boundaries are always about you and what actions you're going to take, not anyone else. Yeah. And they're, and you make them have a place of love for you and love for others. Yeah. It's just that simple, right? It's like, and when we reframe it to that, I would encourage all of you to think about, to think about your boundaries ahead of time, Mm -hmm. right? Like I'm as guilty as anyone, like, cause I, I came out of the same paradigm as most people on boundaries and I didn't like how they felt. I didn't like having to threaten others. So I just didn't create any boundaries. Um, and like, I think back to like, I was in a book club, like I just, they were not like, they weren't my people. I wasn't their people. They weren't my people. We didn't like, we were like very different and I didn't create a boundary for myself to respect myself and love me. I just thought, oh, I just have to keep showing up. And like, I would leave so angry from book club and it would take me a couple days to like get over it. Which I know it was all my thoughts and how I interpreted them, right? It was my brain. When I should have just created a loving boundary for myself and been like, you know what? Like, these aren't my people and that's okay. And you don't have to show up for this book club because that's the loving thing to do for you. And it's a loving thing to do for them. You continually showing up is not loving you and it's not loving them because you're just pissed off the whole time. Like, yeah. and I should have made that boundary for myself, right? And then I just wouldn't have shown up and that would have been better for me, it'd have been better for them, but I didn't. And I've learned from it, like, okay, like I just know like there's certain things that like I have my boundaries around when I talk about these things or I'm not going to do these things. And those are my boundaries that are my responsibility to enforce. No one else's. Right. Yeah. I think sometimes it's, um, <clears throat> you know, we talked about earlier about, you know, those boundaries being reactive, 
right? Um, because sometimes we, you know, are um, maybe in situations that are a little bit different, but when you start to gain perspective from the situations, you're like, oh, okay, let me check in, right? If this doesn't feel right, this is where I need to create this boundary, yeah. right? Um, and being more um, forgiving of ourselves and loving and respectful for ourselves to uphold that boundary um the next time another situation comes along yeah and I like I really it's gotten so much easier now that I created a boundary like I have boundaries around social media not like oh I'm not going to be on social media but boundaries who I allow into my news feed you can say friends but if like if two of your posts cause me to have thoughts like mental drama like let me rephrase that. If my brain has mental drama around your post, right? Like you get to post whatever you want to, but if my brain creates drama around it and it's not something that I want in my life, like I have no problem unfollowing. I'm not going to unfriend you, but I'm going to unfollow you. I just don't want you in my newsfeed because I don't want to do the thought work to keep a clean space. So that's just a boundary I have that like, it loves me. I don't have to do thought work around it. It loves you. Cause then I don't get mad at you still friends I just don't have to see it in my newsfeed anymore yeah so like that one's super easy now like see it twice unfollow 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 <laughs> I don't even feel bad for it because I know I'm doing it from a loving place like mm -hmm. I'm loving myself and I'm also loving you because then I don't have all this like resentment or hatred or negative thoughts because I've had to do so much thought work around it when I do see this human in person like I don't ever see their stuff so when I see him in person, like we can just talk about things that are not as charging for me or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, I yeah, I I like that perspective. <laughs> it just it it because it comes from a place of love, and I um, relate to that really well, right? Um, it just it feels. So so much lighter, right? It, it doesn't feel like a chore, right? I think that was a problem with creating boundaries before in my mind is that it was this, it was this chore that I had to do. And if I didn't do it, right, um, of creating boundaries with other, uh, with other people, then I somehow was doing something wrong, right? right? Yeah. Um, and so I, I appreciate, yeah, this perspective so much more. <laughs> this will be a lot easier for me to start incorporating. Um, <laughs> And it won't have that extra, you know, like that harshness and that guilt that was associated, right? Um, that I had associated with boundaries. So. Yeah. And I know guilt is one of your things that you like struggle with. And just to like, there's a book, uh, The Secret Language of Feelings. And he talks about like where guilt comes from. Guilt uh, comes from this subconscious idea that you have wronged to someone. So anger is someone has wronged you. It's unfair. Someone has done something unfair towards you that creates anger. Guilt is that you've done something unfair to another. Okay. So when I encourage you, when you're feeling guilt, like, okay, how have I done something unfair to another? Because that's what the motion is communicating to the body. Yeah. Have I done something unfair? Have I wronged someone? Like, where's the facts in this? I like that perspective because often that's not true. <laughs> so I'm creating this uh, feeling of guilt around um, nothing factual. Right. Yeah. Right. 
All right, friends, I hope that's helpful for you guys. Yeah, thank you. It was definitely helpful for me. I really appreciate it. <laughs> this is a topic that I haven't been excited to talk about because I, yeah, um, felt bad around it, but this different perspective um, makes it feel a lot more um, doable. And because it's out of love, um, a lot easier to sort of uphold and to be respectful, right, of myself and of others um, out of this um, boundaries bubble. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. All right, friends, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you. Hi. Today, we wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about this book club that we've started here at Thrive and Aligned. Um, we started a book club for a couple of different reasons. We wanted to grow a tribe of like-minded people who are interested in personal development and growth to better understand your mind, body, and spirit relationship um, to support our overall health and wellness. So if you are somebody who loves to read books, you want to be part of our community, and you're eager to grow in mind, body, and spirit, we'd encourage you to join our book club. So what do you get? You get um, a box every month that's going to have the book in it and some additional surprises that go along with the theme for the month. Um, you have four gatherings. So all four of them are virtual. Two of them have the option to be in person as well. So you get to get together as a community and talk about this book, what you're learning, questions, dive deeper, um, get Dr. Carmen's perspective from a physician, get my perspective as a life coach. Um, you're also gonna get access to the private Facebook group and um, just this community, this amazing community of people that are like-minded learning going deeper and um it's just it has been amazing and it's only 34 dollars a month so to register you'll go online to thriveandalignhealing.com you'll see up in the top menu book club and remember that the registration is by the fifth of each month so if you want to join for december then you would have to register by november 5th right? If you're wanting January, then you have to register by December 5th. The 5th of every month is the registration deadline for the next month's book club. So once you register, um, it's a monthly subscription. You will receive your book in this fun box and all the gifts each month. Um, and it's, we'll just have a great time. So join us, thriveandalignhealing.com.